Welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is episode 102, Success Doesn't Mean No Failures, an encouraging words episode coming to you on Sunday, October 7th, 2018. It is a gorgeous, sunny, warm for autumn day in Melma, Sweden, and I am so excited to have a little bit of sun and some reasons to go out and run errands. <laughs> so I just got back from a store that's sort of like Home Depot in the United States. I'm sure that I'm not saying it right. Bauhaus? Bauhaus? Uh, B-A-U-H-A-U-S. Yeah, it's sort of like Home Depot. I had to get a ladder, a very tall ladder, because one, I am... I am not short. I'm five, five and a half if I stand up straight, <laughs> but I can't reach the top shelf of, of cupboards. The cupboards go all the way up to the ceiling and I'm like, okay, that's not going to work. And remember, I've been saying that we're still like doing all this moving in stuff, even though we've been here for a couple of months. The fact is, is that we came to the apartment with nothing. So every month we're buying something else. And so this month we are hanging curtain rods and finally putting curtains up. So I needed a ladder for that as well. So I was going to do that and my husband was going to go sh grocery shopping and then I was like, it's a gorgeous day. Can you just wait a minute while I do my podcast episode and I'll go grocery shopping with you too because, you know, we uh, walk or take the bus everywhere. So I want to be outside in this gorgeous weather while it is still um, gorgeous. Everybody's warning me about the, the winter is going to be horrible. Everybody's warning John and we're like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're from Michigan. We lived in New Zealand. We've got rain. We've got wind. We've got cold. We've got snow, way more snow in Michigan than we'll have in Melma. So we're not too worried about it. On the other hand, I have heard that it will soon get uh, cloudy a lot, which I guess would be more like Seattle. And I have never lived in a place like that. So I'm like, okay, I have to go outside every day that it's sunny. <laughs> So I'm actually talking to you on Saturday and enjoying my day. Forgive the t-shirt if you're watching on YouTube. I normally try to look a little bit like I'm, you know, trying <laughs> in the clothing department. But uh, yeah, the whole drilling holes into the concrete block walls is going to be a very dirty job. So it requires a t-shirt and jeans for sure. <laughs> so a few days ago, I was reading Proverbs 31. Don't know why. Um, I have a Bible app on my phone called Version. I don't know why. It's a very weird name for an app. Um, and it might have been that it was, you know, one of the verses in, uh, sorry, Proverbs 31. It might have been that one of the verse of the day was from there, or I was just flipping pages. I don't know. And I can't explain why, but I was suddenly kind of seeing it with a different perspective. Now, I do think that maybe part of the perspective change is the uh, rising back up out of burnout and out of the negative thoughts and feelings that I've been letting myself have more and more of the last few years, which I think all of that kind of culminated in the state of burnout. And now that I'm trying to figure out how to get out of it, um, one of the things that I'm really trying to focus on is retraining my brain to look for the positive. And I'm not talking about being unrealistic. Like I'm not saying I'm going to positively believe that there will be sunshine this winter. I mean, if this is the kind of area of the world that has a lot of cloud cover in the winter, then, then it just does. <laughs> and my positive thinking may not do very much to change that. But I can choose how I 
um, react to that fact, uh, to that potential fact. Uh, and it's a future fact too. So how am I going to react today? Well, today I have sunshine, so I'm going to go out and enjoy it (laughs) anyway. So I think that maybe it's been a little bit of the fact that I've been trying to retrain my brain and, um, change my neural pathways. You know, if you've been listening for a while, I'm a neuroscience geek. I just love it all. (laughs) If I had more money and more time, I would go back to school again and get another degree and it would be in neuroscience. (laughs) Um, yeah, but my husband says, no, no more student loans until we pay off the ones we have. (laughs) Um, so I'm trying to retrain my brain to have neural pathways that, um, choose to go positive first instead of negative first. So what that's been like for me is that, um, first a negative thought or a negative feeling or a negative suggestion or, um, the, the feeling of being, um, depressed or down, or I don't want to go to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to get out of bed, you know, and then I have to change it to, I'm happy about this. I'm grateful for that. You know, this is a good thing. That's a good thing. And I think that these sorts of things might have been one of the things that led me to read this Proverbs, um, section a little bit differently before. So I'm not going to read the whole thing, but Uh, particularly there are women who, uh, would go to a Christian church who would recognize, you know, Proverbs 31 being the wife of noble character. (laughs) And, uh, for whatever reason, me or everyone I know, I have no idea. I kind of always assumed everyone felt like me, but sometimes you have to be careful of assumptions like that. But this is the woman that I always aspired to be. She's like the wonder woman of the Bible. She can do all things well, but whatever reason, I was reading it a few days ago going, wait a minute. Okay, this does not say that this woman has never failed. It does not say that she does everything by herself. It does not say that she never rests or takes a break of any kind. Uh, There's a lot of things in here that, yes, I aspire to do or be, but it doesn't mean that... um, any deviation from trying to become a better person um, means immediately, okay, well, that's just a fail across the board. You know, like if you play D&D or something, epic fail, it's rolling a one. It's like you're absolutely just got killed by whatever you were trying to do, or you absolutely did not accomplish whatever you were trying to do. That is not what this means. And I don't know why, but it just really hit me. And I thought, okay, I need to bring some of this encouragement to you because as writers, particularly, really, I think anyone who does some creative activity, mostly alone, has these feelings sometimes that a lot of times we don't even realize that we have them or that they're growing in us and that maybe they're growing to the point of being (laughs) no longer helpful and healthy for us anymore, Um, that we just have bigger and bigger expectations for ourselves. And, and we, we start thinking, well, I should be able to do these things. So for instance, um, in verse 10, it, it starts talking about this woman, the wife of noble character, um, a wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. Well, already by the second verse into it, I'm like, 
Okay, yeah. No, I mean, my husband has confidence in me, but I don't know that he has 100% confidence in me because I make mistakes. I do things wrong. I make wrong choices. Um, I'll, I'll pay a bill late, and so now we've got a $35 late payment fee, and I, of course, bang my head against a wall about it because it's all my fault, and you know we, we didn't have that much money, and now we spent even more because I was so busy that I couldn't get this other thing done. Trust me, I have done that in spades, like to the point of tears. And, uh, and so I would look at these verses and go, oh my gosh, I'm not even close to being like this woman. Um, and then, you know, I was reading more things, um, in verse 18, it says, she sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. And I think, oh my gosh, I still have not had a year where I I have made more money in writing and publishing than I have had to spend as a way to make more money. (laughs) You know, if I put out uh, two or three books in a year, well, I had to pay for a bunch of covers and ads and other sorts of things. So even the amount of money that I made still didn't cover um, the amount of expense that I had. Or uh, like this year was a terribly, terrible, (laughs) terribly good example of being so busy doing other things that absolutely had to be done. All the stuff that I've talked about over the last gosh, nine months (laughs) having to do with moving to another country and figuring out how to do things in another country and in another country where you don't know the language. Um, And people are like, yeah, but everybody speaks English in Sweden. Most people do. That is true. But hardly anything is written in English. So (laughs) unless I'm going to ask people constantly, I'm always trying to Google Translate what in the heck is going on. And Google Translate doesn't get it right all the time. I mean, I'm way grateful, but the fact is, is it takes me a really long time just to figure out, for instance, where do I go to buy a stepladder? Like, I don't even know. It's not only that something is not called Home Depot, like I'm totally fine that I need to find a new store, but I can't even Google stepladder because that's not what it's called. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but I did Google it <laughs> with Google Translate and I figured out where to buy one. Anyway, so I would look at these things and I would think, oh my gosh, I mean, not only have I not been profitable in the, what's it been, seven years since I published my first book, but um, her lamp does not go out at night. I have always taken to mean that she works long into the night, like she's always working and that's why she's so successful and that's why she has a profitable business. But for whatever reason, when I was reading it this week, I'm like, That's not what it says. It says her lamp does not go out at night. It does not say she works all night every night. And I'm thinking, okay, you know what? It probably, and this is just me kind of guessing and trying to apply it to my life. It probably is more likely to mean is because it's part of the same sentence that she makes enough money doing what she does that she can pay her electricity bill. So that's a totally different thing from she works all night and she never takes a break. Um, In verse 20, it talks about uh, she opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. And sometimes I think, oh, I don't do that enough. I I didn't do it at all like today or last week or last month or whatever. But there's an awful lot of things that would constitute helping someone else out. Um, Smiling to the homeless guy outside the grocery store. Every time I make eye contact with them, I try to at least smile and say, hey, which is hi in Swedish. (laughs) That's the one word that I did know when I got here, hey. (laughs) Uh, It might be opening a door for somebody, letting somebody get on the bus before you, um, helping out another writer, uh, 
sharing what you've learned. Like, um, I haven't had a chance to actually read the email, but I saw that I got an email from one of my friends saying, Hey, did you listen to Mark Dawson's podcast today about this thing? And like, you should do it. And I was like, see, that is so nice of her to reach out to me. If I hadn't, I was actually listening to the podcast at the moment that I was checking my email. So thank you, Shauna. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Uh, but, um, it was really, really nice of her to take a minute out of her day send me an email about something that could be helpful for me. So, you know, do I go to soup kitchens and feed the poor? No, but do I help people? Yes, and I have to remember not to pat myself on the back. I think that there's an awful lot of things that people in Western civilizations could do more to help people around the world altogether. But it's not like you don't do anything, right? I mean, if you really can't think of any helpful thing that you've ever done for anyone in the last week or month, then yeah, maybe maybe you need to up your game a little bit. But I'm just saying that when we look at... Um, some concept like integrity or feeding the poor or um, helping to um, get the homeless to not be homeless or um, teaching somebody some helpful thing. It doesn't matter what we're talking about when it comes to sharing and helping people. We can look at anything as being this super crazy high standard that we'll never reach, which if you're, if you're in a certain place in your mind, will make you not even want to try. And that is not going to do any good for you or anybody else. So I guess what I'm saying is, is that I'm trying to remind myself I am making steps forward. And even when I take steps back, I am following up with more steps forward. And that is okay. It's not trying to move at all. Like just sitting down in a heap and just staring at the ground all upset about how nothing in life is going your way, like that is definitely not probably doing you much good. But that being said, um, to not rest at all is also not what any of these things about this woman is about. Um, when it says uh, she's clothed with strength and dignity and can laugh at the days to come, I was thinking, okay, no matter where we are financially or time-wise or any other bit in our life, if it has to do with money or time, those are the two things that Westerners seem to be um, most trying to have more of. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter what we do or don't have. Strength and dignity are things that we can nurture within ourselves. And so I was like, okay, that's something that I have been working on and it's not bad. It's not bad. I, I always feel like you can always get a little bit better, you know, even if it's only a little bit. Sometimes you can get a lot better in things. Sometimes you can only get a little bit better. A lot of times you just have to take, you know, the, the slow road of one step at a time. But strength and dignity are things that any of us can have. And I've never really understood what it means when it says she can laugh at the days to come. But when I was reading this again and seeing it in a different light, I was like, okay, well, what would it be like if I was, what would it mean if it was me? If I said, I can laugh at the days to come. I was thinking, oh, well, it probably means I'm not worried about the future. I'm not constantly, you know, in the grip of, oh my gosh, what are we going to do when tomorrow gets here or next week or next year? Um, I probably have enough money or enough savings where I'm like, okay, that's, I'm good. I've got rent money. I've got grocery money. You know, I've got enough to, to live on. Um, 
you know, it could, could mean any of those things, whatever is important to you or the things that you're worrying about. Maybe it's not worrying about it. That is um, one of the attributes of this woman that I try and <laughs> try as best as I can to be like. Um, maybe it's that she expects joy. Maybe it's that she expects that she can handle the hardships that will definitely come. Hardships are coming for all of us because everything in life ebbs and flows, right? We have good days, we have bad days. Maybe it's a matter of feeling like you're prepared enough that you are not pre-worrying about things that you don't even know may or may not happen. And then another verse that popped out at me, uh, in verse 27, it says, she watches over the, the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. And I have always taken that to mean, I hear this subconscious voice in my head saying, right, because you're lazy and she's not. I don't know why I let that voice say that for so long, but... That's what I hear in my head mostly when I read this. She doesn't eat the bread of idleness, but you do, Kitty, because you're lazy. But <laughs> in this most recent reading, I was like, that is not what it says. <laughs> it says that she's not idle. She's not lazy. But that doesn't mean that she doesn't rest. It doesn't mean that she doesn't take a break. I mean, the Bible has several references to taking a break at least once a week for a day, taking a little bit of time off. Uh, it has other references to taking a year off every seven years or every 50 years, depending on different kinds of things in different contexts. So that it doesn't mean that she never takes a break. Um, and it doesn't mean that she's lazy or that she or that I'm lazy just because she works hard. That doesn't mean that I don't work hard. Uh, anyway. I'm sharing right out of the rawness of my emotions and heart, hoping that something I say is like, oh, I feel that way. And you're right. I should change the way I look at, you know, this or that little bit of weird, um, soft voice in my head that maybe is not telling me things that are true and maybe not healthy. Uh, and then, you know, one of the other things, which is really nice in verse 28, it says her children arise and call her blessed her husband also, and he praises her. And then it has a, a few more verses about, you know, nice things that her husband says about her. But I was thinking, you know, that is something that we need to try to focus on. I know that not all of us are supported by our friends and family. I know that some people think that we'll never succeed, never be good enough, um, that we will never make as much money as if we had a real job. I mean, there's all sorts of things that you've dealt with, all sorts of things that I've dealt with where you're like, Really? Do you, did you hear how that just came out when you said this to me? Like, why would you say such a thing? But in general, whether it's the family of our blood or the family that we choose or a little bit of both, when people are appreciative of us, we need to really let that sink in. We need to focus on these positive things and think to yourself, okay, so for instance, for me, 100% of the time, None of us are 100% awesome, positive, good, or whatever. I mean, because then we would be God. The only, the only way that you could be perfect would be if you were God. Uh, so, and nobody is perfect. So within the context of not being perfect, my husband is the most supportive person in my life when it comes to 
uh, definitely anything in my writing career, but also just anything about me. He loves me. He thinks that I do a good job in life. He thinks that I'm a good writer. He thinks that I work hard and that I'm not lazy. He probably thinks that I should take a little bit more time off, <laughs> which I've been trying to work on a little bit more with this burnout thing. been trying not to let myself think, well, just for a little while, I'll take a little bit of a break and then I'll get back into that situation that will just lead to more burnout. And so I'm trying to, trying to have permanent, good, healthy changes. But, you know, who else in your life do you know who who compliments you on things that you've done, who supports you, who thinks that you're awesome? There are people. And if you have to stop and think about it for a minute, then it probably means you should be trying to focus and think about that more because you don't want to let the, the negative voices be the loudest. You most certainly don't want them to be the only voices. Those are the sorts of things that would make us quit, whatever the venture and the other thing is, is that even though this particular section happens to be about the wife of noble character, gentlemen, you could just change the um, pronouns and put yourself in the same situation and see and maybe feel a little bit better about what you're doing in your writing life and your regular life. I mean, um, imagine... Imagine the women out there. So, you know, I write romance among other things and I read romance among other things. So, of course, um, I am, you know, someone who would be thinking of like awesome qualities in a man, you know, when I'm reading that kind of a book, I'd be like, oh yeah. So, I mean, I would totally read a book about a husband of noble character who can find he's, he's worth far more than rubies. His wife has full confidence in him and lacks nothing of value. He brings her good, not harm all the days of her life. Well, of course, (laughs) that would be an awesome hero, right? So even though this happens to be talking about a woman, I think that we can put either either uh, gender in here and make it a little bit more uh, 21st century and realize that this is, you don't have to be Wonder Woman or Superman, but there are things that we can aspire to, but not let it get us down that we aren't there yet. Or that sometimes, you know, I have let this, this kind of imaginary woman, she, I mean, it's a story about someone, it's a, it's a metaphor or... Um, there's another word I'm trying to think of, but anyway, it's, it's not a real life person. (laughs) It's the, the embodiment of all sorts of good virtues. And maybe I have no idea. Maybe none of us could actually have every single one of the virtues listed here at the same time. But in any case, all of us can strive to be a little bit better of a person, but the encouraging words portion of this is to not let it get you down and think, I'll never be that good. I'll never be that successful. You know, I fail. This person doesn't. No, it doesn't say that though. And no place in there does it say she's never failed. And she's so successful now, she will never fail in the future. It doesn't say any of that. And we have to just remember those sorts of details. They're little points that can really change our attitudes. And I want you to have a good, healthy, happy attitude. I want you to feel like you can 
take a rest, that you can take a day off, because I know that I need to do that now. I mean, burnout has taught me a lot about what I've been doing with my time and also what I've allowed to happen inside my mind, the amount of negativity that I didn't realize was in there, because I say to myself, oh, you're a positive person. I mean, you're kind of a Pollyanna person, but the amount of things that I'm like, but you're not as good as you need to be, and therefore that's a bad thing. Um, you're lazier than you should be, things like that. I mean, those are not necessarily <laughs> helpful, healthy ways to think, especially if um, if they're generalities. If it's been a week since I opened up my computer and it's not vacation, then yeah, I mean, there are some questions that need to be asked. Have you been lazy this week? Like, what have you been doing? You haven't really written at all? You haven't done anything and it's not vacation? Yeah, that's a totally different thing though from beginning to let that voice infiltrate your life all the time. And that's what has happened to me. So I want to encourage you, Take whatever is the helpful bit out of here and think about it. I mean, all of this won't be 100% helpful for like every single person who's listening, but what about what I've said is really struck a nerve with you? Take a few minutes, even five minutes when this podcast is done and just think about, okay, how can I change the way I think or the way I feel or the things that I do so that I can be a healthier, happier, calmer, more joyful person who does get things done, but also is learning how to be prepared for when things just don't go right. I hope that this has been helpful for you. It's definitely something that has gotten me thinking. I've been thinking about it for almost a week now. So um, it's, it's, I always hope that the things that I think are worthwhile for me, that you find at least some worth in them for you. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Sometimes it's a little weird to stand here and bare my soul and every thought that I have to some of you I have never met. So, um, yeah, so here I am doing it anyway. (laughs) I hope you have a fabulous week. I hope it is sunny somewhere in your life. And uh, if it's not sunny, then maybe you can think some sunny thoughts. I actually uh, put on the Netflix fireplace program the other day where it's just a crackling fireplace just so I could enjoy the idea of a fireplace when it was really cold in our apartment. So hopefully you can find something like that that makes you happy or that has sunshine in it or, or whatever it is that you're looking for this week. Have a great week. Get some work done. Take some time off. Get some rest. Look for things to be joyful about. And uh, find somebody that you can do some helpful, nice, bigger little thing for. And I will talk to you more later. Have a great week.